drove vintage cars and bought only organic food. We holidayed in cultural cities rather than chilling at the beach. Wholly embarrassing when I was sharing my summer plans with friends who travelled to fun-filled seaside resorts. Everything we did was radical, and in my young, impressionable mind, we stuck out. I was trying my best to be normal, and my parents seemed so alien. While I accept it's natural for parents to be embarrassing... My hyper-awareness of how different we were made me extremely uncomfortable. Among Liverpudlians, we looked distinctive. We sounded different. And we did the opposite of everyone else. School was tough. My uniform was hand-me-down, faded and musty, with patches at the elbows. I felt and smelled like a misfit. And I'm now put off buying vintage for life. My reports were averagely basic, if that's a thing. I was not academic and I barely scraped through. It was hard to focus and my butterfly mind was always getting me into trouble in class. Packed lunches were cottage cheese sandwiches on rye bread, sesame snap bars and a packet of raisins. I hate raisins to this day. Or chunky egg sandwiches that would stink out the classroom and cause complaints. Other kids had white bread, Monster Munch crisps, penguin bars and a can of Coke. No one ever wanted to swap lunch with me. Who wants a smelly lunch? I felt like the awkward kid in class and wholeheartedly believed that I stuck out. I felt awkward and unsafe among my classmates and in my body too. Paranoia was my best friend and in my mind everyone was talking behind my back. I worried they wouldn't want to be friends. All I ever wanted was to blend in with the crowd but it wasn't happening. Everything I did drew attention to myself. I was painfully shy, turning bright red whenever the attention was focused on me. I wanted to stay beneath the radar and not stick out in any way. I dreaded being questioned in class as I'd never know the answer. I'd be too busy daydreaming and sun-gazing out the window. At some point to save myself and my reputation, I vowed to do the exact opposite to my parents. Rather than stand out, I made it my mission to blend in and be part of the herd. It's safer in numbers, so I knew it'd be better. I long to be a wallflower and seek refuge in the long grass. If you know me now, it's hard to believe, as I'm loud, gregarious and very sociable. But back then it was very true. Aged around ten, I came out of my shell and decided to change. I suppressed the shyness to relate to the world in a louder, bolder way. Perhaps I was encouraged to speak up more. Perhaps I realised that being shy wouldn't get me where I wanted to go in life. Whatever happened, as I suppressed my shy side, I forgot all about her and her wish to blend in. She didn't leave me or change into something else. Instead, she was pushed into the background and into the shadows. Along came senior school and I searched for my tribe. A gang I could happily lose myself in and be absorbed into their personalities. I considered my options and tried out a few for size before finally setting my hopes on the cool gang in our year. It wasn't an easy ride as from the get-go some of them didn't want me. I was treated as a threat and one of the girls worked hard to keep me on the outside. I wasn't invited out after school, they didn't save me seats in class or wait for me after PE. Despite being rejected a few times, I was still convinced I'd found my peeps. I clung on like a limpet, 
desperately waiting for any sign or acknowledgement of being accepted. I'm not sure how or when, but it happened eventually and I became one of them. Anxiety kicked in, I felt insecure and fragile, and most of all, eager to please and desperate to be liked and accepted. I did everything I could to ensure this happened, but inside I was crumbling. One wrong move and I might be cast out of the gang I'd worked so hard to join. I overanalyzed everything, what to say, how I'd sound, what to wear, how to act. I felt sure I wasn't cool enough or funny enough or clever enough. I worried they wouldn't love me for being me. I was afraid to be me. The fear was so strong it was paralyzing. It stopped me from being my authentic self and from expressing myself the way I'd have liked to. At times I felt frantic, desperate to be liked and seen, because otherwise...